My name is Matthew Becker. As the owner of a fitness facility and an attorney, I have a lot of things that I need to get done in a day. I've spent the last few years developing strategies that allow me to constantly move forward while also living the best life that I can live. On this podcast, I share those strategies with you along with other thoughts and ideas that allow you to live your best life through the concept of the aggregation of marginal gains. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Stronger Revolution. I'm Matthew Becker here this time with our Athlete of the Month for January 2022, Tom Har. How are you this morning, Tom? I'm doing well. Thank you. Rolling in on a Sunday morning. So the last couple of months I've been meeting with people in the afternoons, but this month, it's Sunday morning. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks it's, for having me. Yeah, it, it's cold... I think it's, uh, is that an accurate way of describing it outside right now? Uh, indeed. Very cold. Cold. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what did your car read on the way in? I honestly didn't even look. I get frustrated with the cold. So oh, do I you just, really? I was just locked up getting here. Not really uh, focused on much more. <laughs> no, I've had my, my parents recently moved to Florida and my dad, it's in the very like northeastern portion of Florida. So it's not like the hot weather that's always there in Miami or whatever. So it does get a little bit, quote unquote, chilly. And my dad keeps sending me these text messages and he's like, hey, Matt, it's like close to 45 this morning. And I'm like, hey, dad, my car said 19. Exactly. <laughs> Unacceptable. Not the same page. You said you are, what'd you say? Not good with the cold? You yeah, I'm not a big fan of the cold. No? At all. But you grew up in Pennsylvania, didn't you? Yep, indeed. <laughs> Do you remember 11 degree weather when you were a child? Rarely. Yeah, I don't remember it either. It's either like I don't remember or I didn't mind it then, but I hmm, I don't think it was that cold. It didn't, I don't remember it being this cold. No. Like consistently. Like every year now it seems like we go through a few weeks of like 11 degree weather. Exactly. But anyway, where did you grow up? You said in your online interview that you, you, we wouldn't hear of it, but where was it? It's a small town in Greene County, Pennsylvania called Carmichael's. Carmichael's. Yes, with, with an, an S. S. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> no. All right, nope, never heard of it. Uh, but I do know Greene County, and the county seat, I think you said Waynesburg. Yep, yeah. correct. That's the closest town that I claim for people in the area at least will understand. So you know, do you get off the Waynesburg exit? I do. Okay. And instead of turning into Waynesburg, go the opposite direction for about 20 minutes. And then... See, now you got me wondering, because when I, when I was more of an attorney, I mean, I am, but when I actively practiced, I would go down to Greene County every once in a while to a very small district magistrate's office. It seems like I would go left off of the, um, off the exit. Is there a gas station that you eventually come to? Like, if you're going away from Waynesburg... There should be a gas station that comes up on the left. Yeah, indeed. There's like a Sheets. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's Carmichael's. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I guess I do know where you are. Indeed. I assume <laughs> that by the, the town's probably small enough that I could say a gas station. That would yeah. Be, yeah, that would be it. <laughs> exactly. Okay. 
Okay, so uh, all right, all right, I at least remember, but I didn't remember it by name. All right, so what actually brought you to Pittsburgh? Yeah, um, so a couple years ago, probably about three years ago, I unexpectedly lost my mom. Um, terrible experience, but mm -hmm. um, best way for me to describe it is when your world basically gets turned on its head, um, there's this opportunity for where you get to pick it back up and, and you get to choose where you place it. And yeah. for me, I've always had this pull to Pittsburgh, um, this admiration for the city. So I figured it was a perfect time to just basically start fresh in, in the city that I had adored for so long. Okay. Very cool. Did you come here oftentimes as, as a child? I did. Um, growing up, I did. Um, and I went to school at WVU, so I was still close to the city. Um, so on weekends, I would drive up to, to hit my favorite brunch spot or whatnot and just explore the city. So mm -hmm. I've just always had this draw to Pittsburgh. I don't think I knew you went to WVU. Yeah, indeed. When did you graduate? 2007? Yeah, 2007. Okay. So we were there, we passed, we crossed a year. Oh, really? Because I was in law school from 06 to 09. Oh, nice. So, yeah, we were, was it grad school or undergrad? Undergrad. Okay. Oh, crazy time. I could not yeah. imagine going to WVU for undergrad. Yeah, it was a challenge. <laughs> I mean, did you live, did you live downtown then? I did. My dorm was, especially freshman year, my dorm was right on the party street. Like, um, okay. so it was just always loud, always noisy. How did you live downtown as a freshman? I thought all freshmen ended up in the towers. Yeah, there's like there was a like a a, a lot of students that semester, so they had to like spread us out. Oh. So I was one that had to live okay downtown. Okay. Yeah. Did you have to get out to? Is it Evan? What's the campus? Not the downtown campus. The other yeah, one. Evansdale. Evansdale. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Did you have to get out there like I for did. classes? All of my classes were there freshman year. Oh but really? I lived downtown. So, <laughs> so you were on the PRT cars every day. Yes. Oh, exactly. Oh man. Oh look at that! I never knew you went to the WV. That's so cool. Indeed. That's cool. Have you been back there recently? Um, to Morgantown. A couple least? years I did. Okay. And it just felt a couple years ago I did, and it just felt completely different. Yeah. Completely you know, built up, it just didn't have the same feel, which is probably good for the, the school. I'm convinced that WVU is trying to buy up any, any, any green space left in Morgantown to put in a building or a parking lot, yeah. something. I've noticed, indeed. Yeah, even over the three years I was there for law school, it was like, whoa, why do we need another parking lot? Exactly. Yeah, or, or why do we need another building? Exactly. But anyway, okay. So you came to Pittsburgh, um, how long ago? Um, I just signed my lease for my third year, so a little over two years. Two years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay. And did you come, like, did you have your current job when you came? Was that, sorry, I, I, like, I get that you wanted to make a, a big move in your life, but was it also the, the job that brought you to Pittsburgh, yeah. or did you have that pre-Pittsburgh? Yeah, my job was pre-Pittsburgh. Um, I've worked for the company for about seven years, um, and it was a remote job, so I've always worked at home even before COVID. Oh, really? Yeah, so like, <laughs> the office was based out of Robinson, um, but I, again, just stayed at home, so it wasn't hard to really relocate with this job. No, you sat there in COVID and kind of laughed that everybody was freaking out about working at home. Exactly. I was just like, <laughs> it's not that bad, but... So what do you do? Dive into your work a little bit yeah. more. Because I know it's interesting, but everybody else doesn't. Well, yeah. I guess a couple other people know it's interesting, yeah. <laughs> but tell me what you do. Yeah, it's the behind the scene work um, for a global insurance company um, that manages like family medical leave, disability leave of absences. Um, so ultimately, we're building and testing the systems before we handle our clients 
um, making sure that we can cover their needs, uh, mm -hmm. track all of their employees' leaves of absences, and then once they go live, then we basically keep it up and running. So if there's any issues or concerns or changes to maybe their, their um, company leaves, then we can build those plans, implement them, test them, and then make them live so that the employees and employer can, can use them. Yeah. I don't know. That just seems so cool. Um, and maybe it was, who was it that, that told us about, oh, Greg, Gregory, Gregory mm -hmm. said that maybe it was inaccurate, that, that your position also has to do with the people who go out and watch claimants that make like disability claims or injury claims or something like that and watch to see if they are actually injured. Is that, do I, did I remember that correctly? Indeed, the, the position that I held before my current role um, was actually managing those leaves of absences. Oh, that's right. And there that's actually true. is a team that would go out and, I don't know if it's white vans, but in my mind I'm just picturing <laughs> white vans with like tinted windows, um, just monitoring to make sure people are actually out on medical leave when they say that they have a disability or whatnot and can't yeah. work. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah, the van says like Mike's hot dogs on the right, side. Exactly. <laughs> or Mike's cleaning crew or something like that. Exactly. That's, that's the world at least it's going on in my mind. I don't know how accurate that part is, but I just want to see those white vans and, you know, the whole get up. <laughs> so around Pittsburgh, uh, I've been here for two years. You have a six-year-old, seven-year-old. Six-year-old. Six-year-old. Yeah, Milo. Milo. Don't you have a tattoo of him on your arm? Uh, yeah, I have his first signature of... I was going to ask. When okay. he was about two, he wrote his name and then... And you put that on your arm. Indeed. That's so cool. Yeah. Uh, and you said your favorite hobby is adventuring with him. Absolutely. Okay, so what's, what is like the latest adventure that you guys did? Uh, the most recent were probably like Christmas adventures. Um, we went to like the local amusement park for their holiday lights... Um, and then light up night downtown in Pittsburgh, which was a blast. Just walking around, seeing mm -hmm. the trees being lit up, fireworks, mm -hmm. having hot chocolates and whatnot. So that was back closer to Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, light up it night. Was okay, shortly so after, it wasn't like super freezing. Correct. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't remember it being like that. Did you ever? Did you go down the first night at, on New Year's? Yeah, that's one that he doesn't stay up too yeah, late. He wouldn't be. So up yeah, late. it's kind of hard to to get him there. Hopefully, when he gets a bit older, we can do some more late night mm -hmm. activities. Well, cool. Yeah, I think that's that's just like an awesome way to be able to see a whole bunch of city for you also. Exactly. Like, not just to, to spend quality time for him, but how I guess uh, how, how often do you pick the activity based on something that you want to do and you think he'll enjoy? Does well, that ever happen? It does. Luckily, like, we have similar interests. Um, like, I love riding my bike, and he is all about it as well. So we'll go on, like, 18, 19-mile bike rides. Um Really? Take, take he picnics. bike rides that well, far? he has a bit of an advantage. Um, okay. I have a little trailer that hooks onto the back of my oh, bike. Oh, okay, okay. So he can pedal and has one wheel to be in charge of. Yeah. Um, but he does. He likes to, for the most part, pedal and, and help out, especially on hills. I request that he helps. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll spend hours, take pack picnics, go cool. on bike rides, and yeah, it's fantastic. When you first started that, was there a period that you have to go through where you... Like you kept looking back to make sure that he was still there, or oh, like, absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can only imagine, like, huh, you still there? Oh, yeah. you're, you're all right. <laughs> I know it's like biggest fears. I'm like pedaling, and I look back, and he's just, <laughs> he just an empty seat. <laughs> so I'm constantly like, "Are we okay back there, bud?" And he's like, "Yep." <laughs> That'd be awful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the first time I ever met Milo was at Coach Kathleen's going away party. Absolutely. That was what. June of last year? Yeah, June it was 
July, Kathleen? How long have you been gone? <laughs> I don't remember what it was. We do miss you, Kathleen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Um, but it was very shortly after you actually joined the gym. Correct. Because you joined in, in February, February of last year, so you're almost yeah. a year here. Absolutely. Um, and it was like so a- so soon after you joined that you attended our first social event. Yeah, when I first joined, Kathleen was one of like the first faces of uh, one of my classes. So she was basically the one that led me, made me feel comfortable um, with the actual class environment outside mm-hmm. of fundamentals. Um, so yeah, I was really sad to see her go, but I wanted to come to the social to meet more people outside of work and whatnot. And it ended up being overwhelming in the best way possible because oh, cool. um, a lot of the coaches just instantly like clicked onto Milo. Um, he was a little bit nervous at first and coach Carey came out and was, came to the car and was trying to like ease him in. Mm-hmm. And then once we got there, Leslie was running down the field, um, racing with him. Uh, Rich was on his side, rolling down the hill with Milo. And it was just, oh, yeah. I was like, well, these are quality people. These are quality humans. Here. <laughs> That's why I said they're going, Richard, don't roll over Milo. <laughs> and then of course, Milo wanted it to keep happening. So yeah. then Rich, that was his job just to roll down the hill for the majority of the, the social event. Yeah. And it's so funny to me to like, think about coach Kerry having to go out and like kind of coax him out of the car because Anytime I've it, seen, once I met him there, and then anytime I've seen him since, it seems like he's just so outgoing and social. He is. It's just that initial, like, he needs to just understand the situation, see who's here. And then as soon as he feels that sense of comfort, and I think there was a donut involved that helped lure him in. Oh, most <laughs> so, likely. <yeah. laughs> so then he was like, okay, we're good. Yeah, so I guess I guess it's fair to admit that we do have donuts at our yeah, social exactly. events. <laughs> donuts and cookies and yeah. carrots. Indeed. <laughs> well, good. And um, you've done, have you done social, we've done socially things since then. Did you do the, no, you didn't do the tree climbing. or no, the, I wanted the, to terribly. Yeah, because yeah. Milo wasn't able to join us for that. Exactly. Uh, but you did, you got, you got to the, to the cookie exchange. Yeah, which he dubbed as the best place ever. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that was wonderful. <laughs> was it more because of the cookies or more because like he could literally run around and do whatever he wanted? I think it was being able to run around and do what he wanted after he had an immense amount of cookies in his system. Yeah. So then he was just, this is amazing <laughs> as he's like bouncing off the walls, literally. I feel like that's how I was yesterday after all the coffee tasting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was, there was so much coffee yesterday and, and man, I think I had... I think I had about two cups of the stuff that we tasted. And then they had nitro cold brew. So I had a cold brew. And then Richard really wanted me to taste an espresso shot from one of the coffees. So I ended up having an espresso shot all in a span of like an hour and a half. <laughs> so Fantastic. I was like, yay! <laughs> I should have come in here and started running around. Exactly, right? <laughs> um, all right, so you outside of CrossFit, what do you do for activities? Um I love, like, again, like riding my bike. I'm just staying active. Um, one thing that I love to do that kind of led me to CrossFit is to throw myself into uncomfortable situations that mm-hmm. I normally wouldn't feel a part of. Um, kind of getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, that led to joining a, um, it's called 412 Step. It's a waltzing two step in line dancing hmm. group okay. that meets on Wednesdays um, at the back of a dive bar and just <laughs> dances. And it, I've met so many people and like what led me to the, the neighborhood I live in was I met two amazing friends that are neighbors now Okay, that just basically helped my, 
my community grow mm-hmm. um, just by meeting them. And it is, and like I've taken, taken uh, what was it? Swing dance lessons. Okay. I've, there's just so many random, like uh, it's signed up for a 10 miler, a half marathon and a full marathon all within a year of itself. Wow. Just cause I did one and I was like, okay, what's next? And it's everything I've done so far was just alone. And mm-hmm. then I've met so many people in those events. Okay. And so how did you get into CrossFit? Um, it was also something where I first didn't feel like I really belonged here. Um, I just, there's always the, the stereotype of what certain events are supposed to be like and the people that join them. So yeah. I was a victim to that thinking like, Hey, this isn't my place. Maybe these aren't my people, which like with all my other past events was proved completely wrong. Um, like two days in or maybe even one, but it was just, this is something that I maybe don't feel comfortable doing. And so let me sign up. Okay. I was going to say, so is there a definitive event or decision that you can, that you can think of that got you over that hurdle to say, these are not my people to reaching out and contacting us to come in for like a free intro. Um, it was, I tend to find that, that epiphany, I guess, once I join, cause okay. still like beforehand, it's just like, I look at social media and whatnot and I've seen friends and, um, that work out here and whatnot and at other CrossFit gyms. And I'm like, oh, they have a place there, but still just without diving in myself, I really can't break that wall down until I see it firsthand. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was, you know, once I got in, I saw the safe space sign on your desk when oh, I came thanks. in and I was like, okay, right now, again, my, my preconceived, you know, idea of what this is, has already been shattered yeah. because it's just not what I expected. Well, great. Well, yeah. well thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. Rebecca actually uh, did the safe space sign. Amazing. Rebecca from like 715. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. She made that and, and put it in there. Um, and yeah, it's, it's actually, it surprised me the number of people who pointed out. I don't, yeah. I guess I never really thought of it as being that like big of a deal. Yeah. But um, it but is. Yeah. It's nice seeing that little nod. It's just like, okay, there's an open mind here. And mm-hmm. that's, that's mm-hmm. amazing to, especially when you come in and you might be a bit um, nervous or apprehensive of what, you know, you're getting yourself into. Yeah. It's just, it's nice to have that little nod and it's like, okay, we're yeah. good. <laughs> Very cool. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. Absolutely. Very nice. Um, did you feel like you were missing something from like, uh, from running or, or biking or doing all those other activities that you needed to fill? And that's why that was sort of like the catalyst to get into CrossFit. Um, looking back, yes. Um, because with running and whatnot, there's always a finish line. Um, you know, you're preparing for this race, you're, you're working on it. The race comes, you hit that finish line and then it's done. Yeah. And then it's like, what's next? Yeah. So then you can sign up for another race, another one, you can change the location or whatnot, but in the end, you're basically still doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I've learned to love with CrossFit is that there really isn't a finish line mm-hmm. because you can always improve. You can add more weight or do it faster, um, fix your form. So it is, it's just nice to always come in and I don't feel like, okay, I hit my goal. Now what? It's just, yeah, right, right. It's just, there's, there's, we're always trying to improve and get better. And that's a very comforting aspect of CrossFit that I didn't even realize that I was needing in my life. Even doing this for over 10 years, I've, I've been CrossFitting since 2009. So, you know, I'm at, what is that? 12, 12 to 11 years, 11 years at this point, I'm going on 12 years, I guess. Um, there's still areas that as, as long as I force myself to remain humble, yeah. right. And, and, 
you know, I have I have people in my circle who like to point out and humble me, you know, <laughs> even to this day. You're right. There's always an area to progress. Yeah. There's always more weight to add, um, a stronger version of the movement that you're doing, right? Exactly. Um, so it, it is. It's an infinite ceiling. Yeah, and it's nice that I was just having this conversation with one of the the newer members that's been working out in the mornings. It, it feels like we're all equals in here mm-hmm. because no matter what, like maybe someone can lift more than me or run faster than me, but we're all trying to improve. And that's like one common ground that we all share. So it's just everyone here is trying to improve and better themselves so that we can at least connect on that and support each other yeah. regardless of numbers or times or whatnot. And did you feel like when you got into the regular class, was there any hesitation in your mind that like people are going to be looking at you and, and knowing that you're the newbie or that you felt any hesitation about like, what if I'm not good enough oh, absolutely. to be in the class? That's what was basically holding me back from coming in the first place was that like all eyes were going to be on me. I was not going to be good enough or be able to, to keep up. But then it was literally the first class I realized that wasn't the case. Okay. And then if eyes were on me, it was to support and help and cheer me on yeah. versus judge or look down upon yeah. or, or whatnot. So, yeah. okay, cool. Yeah. yeah thank, you. thank you. That's always what we try to create. Yeah. So it's nice to get that little bit of feedback. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, Tom, I'm not going to keep you too much longer on this Sunday morning so you can go out and start enjoying the weather <laughs> before the snow hits tonight. Fingers crossed. It's not that bad. Exactly. What do you think? Prediction. Cause then, Let's get to predictions and then people listening to this after this happens, they'll be able to know what happened. They're calling, last I heard, for like 3 to 12, which seems to be like, how can we have that big of a range? But anyway, do you think it's going to be closer to 3 or do you think it's going to be closer to 12? What do you think? I'm thinking like 5. Every time there's these, there are these large ranges with big numbers, I feel like I always experience the the lower end, so I'll say five. That's my impression too. Yeah. That's my impression. Any anytime we're like freak it out because it's gonna be really bad, it ends up being like three inches. Which we're gonna get twenty now that we just jinxed it. <laughs> <laughs> we probably did. Snowmageddon again is just gonna blanket Pittsburgh. Exactly. Oh god, I hope not. All right. Thank you for coming in, Tom. No, really thank you appreciate for having you. me. Yeah, I like, love having you here. We love having you as part of the community. I love being able to sit down and get to know you a little bit better. I love being here. So thank you. This is an honor. Uh, Great. Okay, everybody, thank you for listening to The Stronger Revolution. As always, we will be back next month with our next Athlete of the Month. Hopefully between now and then, we can sit down and get another episode out to help you guys always be improving your lives. Thanks again for listening. Talk to you soon.